0: And welcome to another Living the Past for this week. This week we have a perfectly cromulent episode that will hopefully embiggen everyone's souls uh this is the <laughs> simpsons uh, of 1996 uh part one special um my co-host is ben you clod <laughs> and uh we've done this every every season i think uh, so far and it's just uh, a look back yeah. i think there's going to be a point soon where we're not going to do it because i don't know like um we'll get into sort of it actually we'll get into it right now because like look I've'm uh, had...
1: starting to see glimpses of my future issues
0: yeah yeah same here yeah. um and like i still watch like current day Simpsons I'm not I'm not like you who like completely like <laughs> yeah, shut them off I'm after done. season nine um halfway through season nine yeah, but um, I uh, look. I'm I'm getting into it. I've had I've had my pancakes. <laughs> it's Sunday, so I've had my pancakes. I'm on my second cup of coffee, so I'm ready you to had talk Simpsons.
1: Pancakes for breakfast
0: every Sunday, man.
1: Oh man, I had like a half spoon of peanut butter.
0: I had pancakes and hash browns and um, what the hell X, What the hell? <laughs> um, <laughs> so let's get without further uh, without further ado. <laughs> um, um, yeah. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> is that from an episode this season? I hope not. Oh, yeah, because he's... Yeah, and no, I think it's um later on. Anyway, let's get into this. One thing you're doing is, like, we'll, uh, we'll talk... We got 11 episodes to talk through. Is that the amount uh, today? I think it was
1: 13 from,
0: yeah. from my list. Yeah, we'll do we'll do about yeah, sort of five or six, and then we'll have a, a small break in the middle just sort of, like, for, for everyone to have a bit of a breather, and then we'll come out with that. And then we'll do a top five at the end. And then we'll do a top five... Uh, we'll go into season eight. So it's basically all the Simpsons episodes of nineteen ninety six. So next um uh in in our next episode that will come a little bit later in this season, we'll do um the season eight episodes and we'll do a top five and then we might even do, you know, a ranking for the year. I don't know. It's
1: possibly, 'cause this didn't balance out very well. No. There was episodes twelve through twenty five at at the start of ninety six. And there's only eight episodes from season eight. I got a music.
0: feeling and I'm not sure. I got Very a feeling funny. that the reason there was so many episodes in this season might have been an Olympics thing. Um I'm not sure. Like shouldn't
1: there have been less?
0: Or maybe to make up for that, maybe like they, they, they started the season, season eight. Oh uh, yeah. Like later. I don't know. I could be talking out of my pie hole. Um we'll so out. let's get into um our our first episode, which is Team Homer. Um the episode, which is Homer starts a bowling team with Mo, Apu, and Otto, um, with the, with money um, that he got from Mr. Burns while he's in an ether induced <laughs> hallucination, um, and also um, in, the, in the the B story is that the Springfield Elementary uh, now requires uh, school uniforms um, to be worn. Very
1: drab, sad uniforms.
0: After um, a Mad Magazine t shirt worn by Bart uh, causes a riot. <laughs> <laughs> um, this episode, um, watching again, I have to, um, and I'm, this is the thing, I, I, I haven't given, I haven't taken a pulse of what you feel about these episodes. I, I sort of want to see no, how we go. No, we haven't go. talked about
1: any of these at all.
0: Um, but this one, I was a little bit disappointed in. and rewatch, I felt any, anything particular that disappointed you? I feel that I feel the B story is weak. I feel like that that like it's funny. Like it, it just feels like um, both stories aren't that strong um, I think the, the prevailing sort of um, circumstances that like that, that we get from them are great but I feel that it's just not as strong especially the, the school uniform uh, story is not great I think but that's just my opinion
1: no it's not but I think it's enough of a B story where it doesn't really I don't find it detracts too much it's not there a lot
0: yeah um, things I do like about it is that we get a lot of uh background um sort of characters there's a lot of characters in this episode because they 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 are playing um a lot of teams I do like that the fact that one of the teams they uh play in the bowling alley is um the home wreckers where they get a bunch of yeah. people from <laughs> the whole episode so we had Jacques, um princess Kashmir, which i don't look like look she didn't wreck the home. Homer did. <laughs> like Homer danced with her. She didn't. Okay. She was just doing her job. Um, Lurleen Lumpkin, um, who will come up in another episode this time uh, in this season as well, um, and Mindy, we see her in there as well. So um, and very,
1: very like it's very background. It, it's not made particularly obvious.
0: But I'm like, um, apart from Lurleen, who kind of who kissed Homer, but Min- like the Mindy episode, I remember like you know is just as much as, to put, as, as fault as what she is like. She does, She didn't actively go out of her way. And Jacques was also like. He's like. He's got one of my all-time favorite lines. Um, when Helen Lovejoy is like, it's like, "You have a very nice friend. Hopefully, she gets hit by a bus one day." <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, but yeah, there's a there's there's a really um good background stuff going on here. Um. There's a really weird uh, in-joke like when Homer says he's created a uh, a trophy case and there's an Oscar in there. Um, and it's Donna Meach, Oscar, but he's crossed out his name. Um, apparently, it was supposed to be this other dude that won an Oscar for this movie called The Killing Fields about um, the Cambodian, the Khmer Rouge, this guy called um, Hang S. Noir. And he, in, during the production, he got murdered. And they change the name because they didn't want the implication that Homer murdered this guy for the, for his oh, Oscar. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, they had to go back and and change it. So, yeah. That um, would have
1: been kind of funny, but yeah, grossly insensitive.
0: <laughs> we had the last appearance of Doris Grau, who did the lunch lady Doris's um uh yeah, uh, the voice of lunch lady Doris. No way. So, um and we also find out in this episode what, what, that the what, what squeaky, happened? She had respiratory failure. Oh. Um, and we find out that the squeaky voice teen, like, hello, is her son. <laughs> no way. Yeah, because there's that line where he's like, um, I, couldn't, I couldn't even let my own mother in. I have no son.
1: <laughs> is that Lunch Lady. That's
0: Lunch Lady Doris, yeah.
1: Ah, I didn't realize that. I did not put that together.
0: Yeah. is um, sort of someone at the bowling alley. Yeah, so it's 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 got a lot of stuff going on um, in the background, but, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I, It just also has to...
1: stuff, like I said at the start, I want roast beef you, Claude. Mm. Um, when Homer discovers Mad Magazine and decides to be mean <laughs> to people, and this is not to condone being mean to people, because that is not nice, but on a TV show, it's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, when Mr. Burns tries to get Mole Man's Lucky
0: Charms... Oh, his brains yet. We have a um, uh, we have a principal Skinner flashback, which we haven't seen for a while. <laughs> so we meet we had a Mad Magazine. Um, yeah, anything where it goes back to him in Vietnam um, before um, that episode that ruins it all. Uh, so there's one little bit that I hadn't
1: noticed because I'm a big fan of this episode. Um, mm. I think Pin Powers is incredible. Uh, but there's a bit where I think it's when Mister Byrne rocks up. Yeah. And Homer like throws his ball away. And someone oh, screams. And <laughs> someone screams. Yeah. I'd never noticed that before.
0: <laughs> um I do like uh Mr. Burns' hand flapping in the um ball dryer. Yeah. <laughs> so. And that the the noise is like <laughs> Yeah. And when his skin falls in the drink. Oh man, that's leprosy for you. Um and we've also got a, a bit of like something that we covered on the podcast, uh the um Nancy Kerrigan weird <laughs> move, like
1: yeah. Tonya Harding, luck.
0: sorry, yeah. Um, breaks break the track, and he actually pops his knee back into place, which is great.
1: And then immediately he's back with the team. Be yeah. Disappointed about his actions.
0: Oh man. Look, yeah, I'll, it's, it's not going to be the, the my greatest.
1: Top. One of the greatest lines of all time. I don't know if Laura agreed. We we may have not even noticed it. Um, the suckiest bunch of sucks ever sucked. <laughs> I have to go. My damn wiener kids are listening. (laughs) My damn wiener
0: kids are listening.
1: (laughs) Oh my Lord. (laughs) I think it could be my
0: favorite Homer when he's just being mean. When Homer's being mean, um, there's, there's, there's glimpses of Homer in this episode where he's like, they really sort of expanded his character a bit more. Yeah. He gets real dumb, but there's sometimes where he's like somewhat smart too. And I, 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 I applaud that. Um, but we we can't hang on to the episodes too long, um, and we have to go on to one of my all time favourites of the series Ooh. of Two Bad Neighbours, because the thought of George Bush moving in, <laughs> and just one of my favourite bits is is a bit where <laughs> Bart's blowing that horn and wakes up yeah. George Bush, and he's like, um, and, and he says like, "Oh, those are um nice nice PJs." He's like, oh they're presidential pajamas. You have to be president to wear them." And you're not present. Yes I am. No you're not (laughs) (laughs) Oh it's just like that
1: It shouldn't be enjoyable how annoying Bart is in this episode, but everything he does is It's all Dennis the
0: Menace. It's like it's just like they've completely sort of chatted it's like hello, Mr. Bush. Um I love the start of this, you know, um the sandcastle building um competition on T V. Um Homer and and, um
1: to the um the garage sale. Garage Should sale the garage we see some sale? of
0: their um The Simpsons um sex tonic on the table. Um whenever oh, they do a, so many things. Yeah, whenever they do a sale or something like this, it's always good to sort of like pause it and to see like what stuff from like old uh, episodes. There's as, Lisa Lionhearts. Yes, there is, yeah. Um and we've got <laughs> so we've got um the uh yeah, uh the first episode of Disco Stew, um, I believe. Yeah, it would be, uh, yeah, and I then because um, then yeah, because like because of uh, Homer's stud jacket that he um that he missed he missed a room. D or not yeah, um, but yeah, there's like a lot of um, we've got the um, Homer seeing staying alive to table five, <laughs> um, it's candy a candy dish, dish. Ned ninety dollars, oh. <laughs> which is something that I think we have said to each other like still to this day,
1: I think everyone says it whenever they hear. The words candy dish or $90. <laughs> the same when I hear $70, I think about video
0: games being up to and including. <laughs> up to including $70. Um, this all came out of the. There was like. The, so there was famously, I think we talked about it. The Bushes hated the Simpsons. So they, um, yes. they made that speech where he says, I want the American family to be more like the Waltons, which is like this old school family rather than the Simpsons. Um, and they wanted to do a series. They wanted to do an episode with them both in there. Yeah. Um, they thought it'd be even funnier to wait until he wasn't president, because <laughs> like, obviously that gives you a bit more sort of freedom. Um, but they didn't want to make the, the episode political, so like, there that... like, there's, there's, they don't really sort of lean into his conservatism, or like, or, or you know, he, or him being a conservative or Republican that much. It's more about him just being like an old, uh, crotchety man. Yeah, <laughs> Which I, is-
1: actually, I i forgot about the whole. Um... Them hating it, well, them. I guess they hated each other, yeah. And I had to look up how and why they would have George Bush in an episode. Obviously, it's not actually George Bush. I grew up as a child <laughs> thinking that was actually George Bush's voice.
0: No, nah, it's um, I think it's Dan Kessler. No, no, Harris to the voice for yeah. it. Yeah. So,
1: um, but yeah, for for a bit, I was conflicted. Like, this is this was not a good present. This wasn't a good person. But then there's that line <laughs> in the episode. He's like. We're not all good people. <laughs> <laughs> and not hinting at himself, but you know yeah.
0: still. And the thing is like the, the um like there's a lot of lines in this like. So the, when we talked about Bush, um, remember when we talked about him how he threw up at that banquet? And yeah. this is where I found out about that because there's a line, it's like, I'll ruin you like a Japanese banquet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was like what does that mean said that what does that mean and i looked it up and i was like oh it's because yeah he's he ruined the banquet because he like and remember that he like went under the table and then just sort of rolled out yeah <laughs> um oh, at this terrible. stage and, and this is crazy so like on the dvd commentary um which i uh may have listened to at some stage in my life which yeah it's not sad at all um no uh, they did not, you know, at the time, so they made this in 1995, at the time, they didn't even know that he had a George Bush Jr. Like, it wasn't, like, that wasn't a big thing. So, yeah, it's, um, it was just interesting to, like, you know, from that perspective, you know, because, like, when I sort of started rewatching, like, you know, it's, a, it's that thing of, like, you know, you watch stuff with your current knowledge yeah. and can't remember a time when you didn't have that knowledge, so it's like, yeah, like... Yeah, it's, 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 you know, my,
1: my current knowledge is about houses and layouts, and you've got a mansion <laughs> and you're very rich, and your office is in the garage <laughs> with your tools and
0: motorboats. That's your own fault, George. Not my memoirs. Not going to happen. <laughs> um, I also no. like the geography of Springfield. Like, we've no, like, I love how they sort of, like, uh, Nod to the audience of like, yeah, we've never seen directly across the road from the Simpson's place, and there's this huge big mansion, and like Lisa's like, it's right across the road. But How kudos would you not know to that?
1: them, the rest of the season,
0: you do get a glimpse of that mansion mm. across the road. I feel like they made sure that they did that. Yeah, um, and also, also the uh, um, the geography of, and we'll see it in a later episode of a dumpster being outside Bart's window. <laughs> is that? But, yeah, I'll, I'll get to it. Yeah.
1: Um, okay. um, did you see President Ford's license plate on his car when he pulled up?
0: <laughs> Mister Duh and love to ski. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently he's um a big um he I think he's based in Denver, Colorado. Like so he yeah he likes to ski. Um, they were gonna yeah. they were gonna use a different president, but they thought that Gerald Ford was the most Homer esque. Um, yeah, I think so. And I do I do like the fact that he thought of like a really clever joke of barking up the wrong bush. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. no one's around to hear it, which you know we've all been there. Um, but yeah, uh, everything about um, when like the way he looks after they put a wig on him and then he's trying to shave it, like cut it down, and, and like the the reveal of what his hair looks like is just amazing when he's at that Elks Club. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, keeping in mind, I've already just, I've already just <laughs> about the the wig, and then the murmur's like, oh yeah, Simpsons.
1: <laughs> um, and shout out to Bob who, I'm not is getting involved, George. In it. Yeah, <laughs> don't understand it myself. <laughs> not my
0: forte. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah that's that's definitely one of my. They're great. Yeah. Um, the next one is scenes from the class struggle in Springfield, a episode I used to hate for some reason, and now I don't mind it. Um, no, I can
1: see that. It's, I didn't love it.
0: I like it, it more now because um, it gave Marge's character a bit more, like, uh, you know, she just wants to fit in. She wants to have friends. She doesn't, like, don't, doesn't want to have the same shit all the time. Like, she—it's the most you'll ever get to her. Blatantly revealing that she's not very happy having this husband who's a, good, who's a dumb piece of shit. It's, and these kids. It's very, it's very scary to.
1: So I, I won't go into great detail, but Paul and I were talking earlier about parents and parenting. And I remember watching this as a kid, seeing this and thinking, yeah, that's my mum. Like, yeah. she's a housewife. She does all the house things. She doesn't get to buy or have anything for herself, she has no life or friends. Oh yeah, that's just what it's like. If that's what Marge's life is on on TV, yeah, that's what it's like being a mum. And yeah. now it's like, fuck, that's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: and that's what the that's what the um, expectation was in the eighties and nineties. And I think that's why a lot of people these days, when, um, like in my experience of like having kids and then knowing other parents, like <laughs> these days too, like you can't really afford not to have both you working, but. I remember when we first yeah. had a kid, like it, like the the thought of like having both people. That was only in two thousand and nine. It still had that thing of like, oh no, one of you has to stay home all the time, and it's like, well, yeah. that might not be possible. <laughs> like yeah. it's just not a thing.
1: On a happier note, is this why I always get so excited about getting a new TV? <laughs> Did The Simpsons make me love getting a new yeah. TV and make it an event?
0: And I wish I could go to that shop. <laughs> <laughs> This is all we can afford.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, first appearance of Brandine, um Clarissa's partner. Nice. You gotta See wear a lot more the, of her. you know she's gotta just gotta wear the clothes that Jericho gives her. Um <laughs> and also the thing that even in my And
1: to Ogdenville, by the way.
0: Ogdenville, yeah. It's on it, the map now. And even in my uh <laughs> you know, I was like well, how old was I watching this like, you know, fourteen. You know in my perfectionist nerd way of like, the quickie mart doesn't have pumps, doesn't have petrol pumps. Why is that have petrol? Just, just to serve that joke. And I'm like, yeah, because the joke's really funny. So shut up, young Paul. It was. Petroleum distillate. <laughs> um, also, the, the, th- the thing that annoys me now, as a 41-year-old uh, annoying nerd, is that you get the feeling that... Um, when when is when does... Oh, yeah, in a couple episodes' time, when Burns has Homer as his assistant... Do you feel like that's the first time he's been driving a car? And in this one, he drives like an old jalopy up. (laughs) Yeah. And like, that's the stuff... That's the sort of stuff... I know that you've probably got some stuff coming up of like how you think that like, you know, they might be losing it a bit. This is the stuff like those just careless jokes where they don't sort of follow like the... um, uh, They didn't check the Bible. Didn't check the Bible, yeah. Yeah, check the Bible. Um, I do like the cake that... um, Mr. Burns bakes <laughs> um, the His whole. Didn't, and this one's also too. Like the, the the um, the B stories of this. Like this, this is one of the the very rare episodes where like all the stories kind of gravitate around the one idea of getting into this country club, yeah. and then you've got like Bart sort of doesn't do a lot in this episode, but it's like Homer like- has a. Go- <laughs> Homer has the golfing theme, um uh Lisa has the horse riding thing, like not not heaps, but and yeah, they tend to focus on um Homer and Burns. I do like Burns <laughs> one of the greatest lines is after he said Homer Simpson and then he says, I wonder if this Homer Nixon <laughs> is, yeah. is, is is any relation and And Smith is just being still just being just the the, the like Mr. Burns is like whipping boy, he's like he says it so nicely, he's like, oh, probably not. They both spell and pronounce their names differently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's my Lord.
1: Such a, such a kind way to phrase it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, if you nurse too that they, they weren't allowed to use the word, they could say the word Chanel, but they couldn't show it. So that's why when they go yeah. to the shop, they've, um, cl- they've uh, covered up a lot of that stuff. So
1: Yeah, always part of it was, like, even when she kept looking at the dress. Yeah. it's Hanel.
0: I have a, we had a, we had a mutual friend named Mark who used to his one of his favourite lines was one was I wouldn't want to join any club that would have this me as a member. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's, it's nice. It's a good sentiment. Yeah. Um. So okay, moving on from that, uh, we've got uh Bart the Fink, which I I like this episode. I like I like the scene of uh Cross the Clown being this close to punching. Bart in the face. Yeah. <laughs> um so if you don't know this one, it's uh so Gus the Clown is um left uh, always broke after Bart inadvertently rats him out to the um IRS. I don't um, like that
1: that's Bart's fault. That it's bank not Bart's work <laughs> randomly went to check something out. It's, it's not Bart's fault.
0: Uh, it's like Oh sorry, but, oh hey kid <laughs> It's <laughs> <laughs> just been waiting there all day. Um, I love the start of this. The little the little creepy um estate agent where he's like, Oh, I'm sorry. I must have continued talking after you left the office. I do that sometimes.
1: <laughs> yeah, that so I haven't mentioned that yet. Oh, I guess we kinda did with um you mentioned the sandcastles yeah. and the street sale block party, whatever. That again that theme of the first two minutes nothing to do with anything. No. Sometimes, like, oh, okay, you've just given them $100 each.
0: But it's just like, they have to find a way to do that, and it's just like, and like this, like, spending a house, spending a, a night in a haunted house is just um really, really good. And there's also another one where, um oh, they do that at the end of the, the one where Homer and Flanders are friends, uh, and they have to get back to, like, their wacky adventures, and Homer's like, oh, We've got to go spend a night in a haunted house, and Flanders comes to the window. He's like, "Oh, hey!" He's like, "Go away, Flanders!" And it's like it, it's 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 got that haunted house thing again. So like, it's like they wanted yeah. to do that, and then they came back to it because I'm pretty sure the house that they use is the same one too. Yeah. Old Aunt. Hort- Aunt I, I do like when they
1: just keep saying no such thing as ghosts. <laughs> There's
0: no such um, thing as Did this
1: ghosts. episode, as a child, also make you want to have a checkbook because it just looked like the coolest oh. most fun way to spend your money?
0: I think at the time I had to go ask. My dad, what a check was because we didn't use them. Like I know in America, like they use them quite a lot, and maybe people here did too. But like, and I remember when I first worked at um, Movie Land, it was right before they stopped using them as like you could stop using them. So, and like I got to do a couple of times, I got to do the, do the whole thing. Like we have to verify it with the giant machine. Oh man, it's so good! A giant manual machine. It is so oddly satisfying that sound.
1: Oh I can't was, believe there wasn't more fraud going on that they didn't get rid of them earlier. I'm sure there was when I first um flew on a plane by myself, they had a similar machine for credit cards yeah yep because there's there's no electronic there's no internet or or no anything it's on like on Airbus, plane yeah like man I could just buy fucking everything on the plane with a bum credit card yeah, and that's what people did and then I'm gone
0: and the, and the other thing Why too wasn't everyone doing it that? would take <laughs> weeks. To find out that you've been charged with something that you didn't fucking pay for, because like you're not getting regular statements from the bank, you're getting like once a month, maybe once every three months. Yeah. So it's like you get this thing. It's like, oh, look at all this stuff that's charged my account.
1: Which brings us to and this was in the nineties. Uh, brings us to Kent Brockman's. uh I always love the word, and I have used it myself, but Avoid. I didn't notice the first time he says eversion. The second time he says aversion. Aversion. Yeah. Well, it sounds like a perfectly prominent word to me. Uh, <laughs> in my
0: vocabulary now. Um one of my uh we were watching there's a movie that they based the the scene where they really the Cayman Islands and there's that dude. Um oh crap. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Mal very, very
1: popular meme these days. Yeah, we
0: were watching the movie that it came from, the Maltese Falcon, and like it's this, it's it's the the camera's at the same shot. It's like kind of like a low angle looking up and the guy's like very very similar to the guy this and that whole thing is like oh crap i certainly shouldn't have said it. it was legal <laughs> <laughs> it's just so good um again
1: as a child you think that's completely original and the funniest thing that's done and they've just completely copied someone else
0: yeah yep um i'm on a roller gay. <laughs> something that you use regularly for when you say you're on your way <laughs> yep um, there is a deleted scene in this um, episode That I only found out way after it first aired Where they sell boxes of Cross of the Clowns pornography um, That was it's not in the deleted inter- scene? That was when I first watched it That was oh, not in okay. there
1: That's something I don't say often enough When I go somewhere And Jasper's line oh, I didn't know there'd be pornography <laughs> <laughs> I think my my all time favorite. I don't know why is when Mo just goes to bed in the middle of the afternoon,
0: and everyone yells, "Good night, Mo." <laughs> um, and that brings us to there when um, Crusty's uh, out on on the gutter, drinking a drinking a forty, and passes says, "If it makes you feel any better, he can punch me in the face." And then it just cuts to him like about to do it
1: <laughs> because they uh, took away his pass for drinking a coke on the bus.
0: Yeah, um, he's angry. We, al- we also have. Uh, the first, I mean, I think they sort of do it a couple more times, but, um, uh, superintendent Chalmers dating Skinner's mum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's like, Krusty, like, uh, using the perfect, uh, awkward moment to, or the, you know, the perfect distraction to get out of the awkward moment.
1: There's quite a lot leading up to his death. Yeah. Like it's a longer, which I think I've mentioned this in previous seasons, that some Simpsons episodes, the beginning, middle and end. A disjointed, mm. but I think the beginning carries on long enough, and it's a nice transition into the ending. Where the ending found, isn't as long.
0: I found that that thing where he's like flying the plane, kind of similar to the lead up to Burns being shot. Like they've got that that good use of tension now. Like because yeah. essentially, like you know, when you're watching this for the first time, you would believe that Krusty's dead. Like. You were probably yeah. in the back of your mind going, oh, they probably won't kill off a mage character, but it's like, they, they make you believe.
1: They have, they've, they've killed characters before. Um, and, you know, you could wake up dead tomorrow.
0: <laughs> Bart's eyes are so big in that. And
1: <laughs> Marge, um, just being the perfect mum, where he's like, I saw Krusty. Saw him in your mind. No, I saw him on the street. On the, <laughs> the street in your, your mind. mind. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: you've got... Uh, and also, his grace, his tombstone. I'll see you real soon, kids. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the guest star of Bob Newhart, um, who the the, um, the the writers loved. Like Bob Hart, Bob Newhart's a very popular uh, comedian from the old, like from like the sixties and seventies. Is on the Mary Tyler Moore show. Um, I find him hilarious. And this one here, like um, I think sometimes this season, the indulgence of some of the writers probably made this a little less kid-friendly, not in a way of, like, being yeah. offensive, but also just, like, the interest. Like, you know, no kids are, like... What, no, no kids are going to know what, who Bob Newhart is. Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, it's kind of funny that he didn't know crust in the past, didn't Crusty in, like, <laughs> his little bit, but it's like, uh, I don't know yeah. who
0: you are. Um, me and uh, i mutual friend, Matt, also used the line that from Troy McClure of, like... <laughs> You must be eighteen to again to the late show. He gets a little blue. <laughs> <laughs> um, we should talk just quickly. Um, before we go on to the next one. So, um, Bill Oakley and what Josh Weinstein were the showrunners for this season, and I like this season. Season is actually my favorite season. This like, legit this one and the next one, and mm-hmm. like these two. Um, Bill Oakley, you might know now. He's now doing a lot of food stuff on his Instagram. Like he does, like uh, he goes around and tries like the new McDonald's burgers and lots of stuff and he's I think quite, you've
1: mentioned that before, yeah. Yeah,
0: quite renowned foodie now. Um Josh Weinstein renowned
1: foodie trying the new McDonald's
0: burgers. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's what people okay. want. That's what people want. Um Josh Weinstein, um he has been on I believe he's been on uh Watcher, hasn't he? He was on a public, public History. Um I think last season or the season before.
1: I, I wouldn't know what he looks like.
0: Um but yeah he's um he's and he's also one of the ones one of the the Simpsons alumni that is very like if you ask him a question on like um online he will answer it and give you like pictures of the of the original scripts and stuff like he's like he's very um forward with like a, a lot of information which i find, i really respect too so like yeah. he's not one of these ones of like oh i can't remember it it's like no nah, i remember everything cuz like i was on one of the biggest shows of like the entire yeah, history of the world. Still very connected to
1: his part in it, which is really
0: yeah. cool. Crusty, um, we find out, he's alive, and he's, um, he's uh, Rory B. Bellows. Um, I do love the little Crusty um, clown that does... Dancing um, the, Pete. Yeah, Dancing Pete that does the um, the accordion. Um, uh, you know what I
1: didn't like? And I know this is nitpicky, but I feel like season two or three when we meet his dad and, you know, he was supposed to be a rabbi, not a clown. Yeah. He was a human person. When he shakes off his Rory B. Bellows disguise, disguise, <laughs> the top of his head, his face, is all white and his real nose is red. Yeah. He was born a clown? <laughs> like, that's his natural form, but it wasn't because we saw it with his dad.
0: But remember that bit in... Um, uh... Batman 89. Sorry, Bob, no ah. Batman Eighty Nine. Where like um, he's he's put on skin paint, <laughs> and then he wipes it off, and the underneath he's actually white, and it's really really disturbing.
1: <laughs> or maybe he's um Michael Jackson himself. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I always like a um Bart and Lisa mystery solving um storyline. Like yeah. I do like a, I I do like when they sort of get together and We've do that sort of stuff. stuff. Sorry. This time, I think we've got two of those now. Yeah, this is so number just... one. There's another one coming. Yeah, and I, I really like the that sort of like Hardy Boys, like Nancy Drew type sort of thing. Like it's like you know, kids, kids solving crimes. Like I was like you're all into that sort of stuff with like books and TV growing up. There's actually a really good one that's just started on Prime called um, Shelter, um, which yeah, it's like a young adult sort of. I thought I was going to hate it because usually I see a young adult and I'm like. I hate that, but it's actually quite a good uh show. So if you got Prime, check it you out. You want a juvenile, just a young adult. <laughs> well read and just a little dangerous. Um so Jimbo Jones' real name is Corky. <laughs> and that's that's what we'll do. That's that's all we'll say. <laughs> um the next one we have is Lisa the Iconoclast. I like this episode. We... I don't think there's a lot to
1: dislike about this episode.
0: Um, I uh, I love the town history. Um, I love <laughs> Donald Sutherland is just a treasure. Oh,
1: did you know? I only found out he when Lisa makes her crack about having Chester A. Arthritis when he stops and goes, you-, "You had
2: arthritis." <laughs> yes.
0: That wasn't in the
1: script. Oh really? He just said it. Yeah, that that wasn't in the script at all. He said it and they went that's great. Let's let's put that in.
0: I think that's amazing because I I think I, mean, I I I really hope I don't think he's ever anything's ever come out about him because I, I, lo- I love Donald Sutherland. I just want anything to sully his name. I think he's great. We've talked about how much I love his bit in JFK. Um his voice is so unapologetically Canadian. <laughs> Sometimes you has got those boots coming in. It is, um, but it's
1: that weird lisp that's not quite a lisp. Yeah. That just makes him. I don't know. He's, and his. I assume he gets the credit for his range, and I've just never acknowledged it. But you look at the things he's done, and then to voice this character, <laughs> it doesn't fit in with anything else he's ever done, but it's so
0: perfect. I, I equate him to kind of like the English Michael Kane, because. He's in a bunch of really big movies yeah. but then he's also done a lot of crap that he probably just did just for the money sort of thing. But he's does yeah. but that but the the like Michael Caine those movies didn't lose his esteem. Like people like still look up to Donald Sutherland even though he's done like a bunch of crap cuz like the stuff he's done that's really good is so good. Um kind of like yeah what Michael Dan- Michael Mark- Caine's done. So Yeah. Um his the line Canadian of <laughs> His line of Get Out. You you and your children and your children's children for two months. (laughs) (laughs) I think, I will say, I I always in this, uh, he seems that that that, uh, museum curator seems to have a nice little life. Like, I would like, I think if I could have like a, if I could pick like a a small sort of town and I'm just the curator of their museum and just like thinking about history all the time, I think that would be a nice life. I do like the the layout of the, of the of the and the feel of the museum. It's nice and cozy. Um, yeah, it's really good. Do you, as um someone that grew up
1: around religion, so going back to the start of the episode, do you know why they left Maryland? Are we supposed to know? They talk about the Bible. Um, is there something that I'm not picking up on that I've missed or
0: American? Really, I don't know. Like, there's like a lot of stuff that like. <laughs> I was—I always grew up about. I don't. I still don't really know why Christians and Catholics don't like each other. Like I don't. I—I I I It's essentially the same thing we're following. Um. I don't know why people don't like Catholics. I think it's because of like the, um, for me, I would say it's like the be fruitful and multiply thing. <laughs> Where it's just like they just have like big families and like. Yeah, got the um. Yeah, people didn't like that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I'd, that type of religion, I don't, I don't get. Like, it's just like if if you're still following, if you're following the Bible, then I don't get why there's like any sort of. You know, you're already you're already being horrible to so many other people. Like, why don't you try, why don't you try being nice to like you know people who are just following your your shit? Um, yeah, I,
1: that's the little intro comment there. I I, just, I don't yeah. know if I was supposed to get it. If it's just a throwaway comment, no. I don't know. Anyway. Um, the A and B story here. I think. I I don't think there is a
0: B story in this episode. No, again, it's like I don't know it's what it's supposed one... to one uh, I assume that the Homer being the town crier is like the B story, but like. But it's so good that it can't be the B story. Yeah, <laughs> where's the fife? Give me the fife. <laughs> um, I also I I I love the um the boys' club that Wiggum and Quimby have. Like when, <laughs> and it, it's it's you see it at the the cemetery when. Quimby takes the silver tongue out of Jebediah Springfield, or no, the skull off of him, and starts like doing countdown races. And then Quimby then leans on Homer, and um, I think so, another I think it's someone else or Skinner, and he's like leering at him, like, "Hey, look at this. <laughs> it's just this this weird thing that he does. Like these choices that they do is just so subtle, but so so good.
1: I do wonder sometimes if it is." So this entire episode as well, is this like a cultural or political commentary at all, potentially? Uh, and then are things like that, are they... Obviously, it's, yeah, it's a gag, but are they kind of having a dig at the lack of respect that
0: government officials have? I think it's time? like, there's always something in the background. I think um, there's uh Like, I think it's more of a thing of uh, we make these local heroes so untouchable that they could have been doing... They could be doing some, like, you know... Like, it, it could be the start of that, because, like, I mean, this is still in the time where, like, people were erecting statues and stuff for people who were probably, mm. like, complete pieces of shit. And uh what lengths, like, towns will go to to, like, give that abridged version of history. Um Yeah. If you
1: watch this episode now for the first time yeah. in 2023... You would go, "Ah, oh, cool, okay, so they found out that their their town hero is not a hero, and they're gonna like rectify it, and then you get to the end and they go oh they're they're just gonna ignore, they're gonna ignore it <laughs> <They're just> gonna... <laughs> the ending <laughs> is yeah, mean? like the
0: end is like, and I think it's like that's more preserving like you know it's one of those things where you don't wanna do anything too major to basically you'd have to like take down the statue in the in the middle of springfield um." Yeah, you know, that's that's the sort of choices I need to make. Where it's like, if you're gonna go through with this, go through with it, or like just don't do it at all.
1: It's it's a very boomer episode.
0: It is. Oh, <laughs> leave him alone.
1: Just get over <laughs> it. A long time ago, he's fine.
0: Yeah. Did um...
1: he also know? Um, I didn't say this at the time, but I did read that Bart makes a comment about Jebediah in the Whacking Day episode.
0: Oh, he um, he questions, he, he questions it because he said like he can't be in two places at once. He's supposed to be at this. The yeah, they're like, and then Quin so Quimby knows. Quimby knows that like this Jebediah Springfield's not a good person, um, because he's the one that says like they kick him out of the um, the Waking Day uh exhibition. So yeah,
1: yeah. So th- <laughs> this is this is a good Bible episode, um, not the Holy Bible of like they've actually carried on themes from previous episodes mm, yeah so it's always kind of been there that Jebediah was not good
0: yeah and then like I, like I mean because you uh, there's that episode at the end of the Lemon of Troy one where like it's made like that Shel- like Shelbyville Manhattan was like you know he wants to marry his cousin and lots of stuff and so you just, just Jebediah Springfield's like you know this this honorary person but like yeah I do like it when they sort of like look into the town's history uh so let's move on to uh Home of the Smithers. And lovers. like look, I love a Burns. You give me a Burns episode, I'm going to be very happy. So I don't think you can get too much Burns. No. Uh and I think um I was listening, I was listening to the, the commentary track and like uh Schwarzwelder and Bill Oakley and John um Josh Weinstein like doing these old Tommy ones because they can just put like all that old Tommy slang Um, into it which they really like Um, I just yeah this one is is pretty got some of the best it's got the um, the drag race at the start with Lenny giving him like (laughs) the thumbs up which is just Uh, iconic moment everyone is
1: seeing everywhere
0: (laughs) I love that he tells the um, drag racers to slow down and they're just glaring up
1: (laughs) Um, you know I hadn't noticed before that is glaringly obvious what Smithers before Mr Burns speaks to the crowd, Smithers doesn't warm them up. No. And I'm sure it's partly like he doesn't really know how to do it. But as, you know, Mr. Burns lackey and servant and,
0: and lover. But he does he do it in the job. he does do it in Deep Space Homer because he's like, Can we have an odd hush please? And everyone's like oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, man. I feel like um, Smith has
1: dropped the ball there I, although is that just part of him not being a
0: good assistant yeah maybe it's just part of him like you know needing yeah. a break um yeah. never 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 uh <laughs>
1: Cirrus is of the liver liver
0: liver <laughs> let's Murdoch Murdoch um <laughs> it's it is so like it, this one's all about there's like the B story I suppose is home as Smith as Smithers being at um the uh <laughs> The resort that won't let him take pictures. Yeah. <laughs> but it really just games. sticks with um, with uh, Homer and and um, and, and Burns um, as it should. And the the cube bit. So basically, what happens if you've never, if you've never seen it is uh, Smithers needs a vacation, so um, he doesn't want anyone that's gonna like uh, um, be better than him. So he picks Homer to do it. Uh, and Homer gets upset with Mr. Burns and punches him, which makes Mr. Burns um, basically want to be independent. And then when Smithers comes back, Burns says he doesn't need him anymore, which uh, leads to a fight, and when he, can, <laughs> which results in him being knocked out the window. <laughs> and by the end of the episode, Mr. Burns is back in bed, uh, saying he doesn't need any help, but then also needing uh, Smithers to take the skin off his Spanish peanuts. <laughs> Which is a that oh, that is all from Clockwork Orange. Have you ever seen Clockwork no. Orange? No, I have not. Yeah, there's a bit at the end where um Alex uh they're, they're kind of like apologizing to how they treated him and he does this, he does that oh. <laughs> when he when he oh. wants a peanut and it's just so good. <laughs> I and told maybe, you the only but... reason I watch Clockwork Orange is because it gets um referenced in the Simpsons so much.
1: Yeah, maybe I should.
0: Yeah, just once. It's not a great movie, but like it's for all that all that sort of stuff. is it's great.
1: Is is the bit where he's falling asleep at his desk also from Clockwork Orange?
0: No, but that's amazing. That, because I don't that's know. why that's is that me, so funny? That's me any night from about seven thirty onwards. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime someone says <laughs> I yeah, not too much. <laughs> should we just
1: should we finish the movie in bed? I'm like, uh, you know what's going to happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Just everything he does is and I don't I was really sad he obviously know my obsession with the line about my cube. That that whole bit is still one of the greatest and Laura's like, eh, it's overrated. Really? I think it's just because it's such a quick smooth it's just like it just gets funnier and funnier. And um it's, it's oh, I don't, it's it's I great. like Why, the I, 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 I love It's moment. a bit
0: where um when Homer rings up Smithers and says, Yeah, in case of like what I'll do in case of fire and just the fact that like there's like a full on fire going around burns and he has not even moved.
1: <laughs>
0: it's funny, these
1: are the kind of things that should be annoying. Where if that was another cat if that was Homer, yeah. Like one minute he's really smart switch on the next minute he doesn't realise there's a fire. Yeah, but with Mister Burns, like I, I don't care. I don't need continuity in my Burns moments. <laughs> like when um, he's terrified in the back of the car, and you just see his little eyes peeking over the chair. Yeah, and then you know, ten minutes later, he's making his own phone calls and his own coffee. Yeah, uh, it's,
0: uh, it's perfect. Homer pours a, a, a bowl of cereal and it turns and 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 it <laughs> sets, sets on fire. <laughs> Um love that he punches a microwave window as well instead of opening the door oh man it's so good um, there's a bit um, that they talk about Matt Groening really liked the um, apparently liked that bit at the end the sound mix for the fight um, they they had to sort of tone it down because uh, it like, I can't remember how he sort of put it he's like he said like the fight used to be a lot worse and he said the sounds that they were making like there was a lot of like broken bones and and um when the punches hit and lots sort of stuff, so they had to like sort yeah. of tone it down a bit. Um, having said that, there's a bit <laughs> when Smithers bites him, um, and when he when he punches his stomach and he, it gets sort of sucked in. Yeah. Um, man, it's just there's a and then Homer when he does that, Homer all he does is just like play with Smithers' face. I <laughs> never really understood why he did that.
1: <laughs> no, it's very strange. <laughs> um use a phone you boob oh. <laughs> there's there is
0: oh, another line Oh, that, there's a line in there that I never because I had the, the I had the uh, subtitles on I never knew, I knew this right. when he said he's like I'll teach you how to use a phone you boob and he like hits him twice and then he says it's for you <laughs> he hits yeah. him one more time I never thought I never heard that it's for you line
1: I think there's another one earlier on where I probably heard it as a kid and enjoyed it as a kid and then just forgot all about it when he gets up at six a.m. or before that, to go help Mr. Burns, and I just like, what are you doing, little rascals? Is out for now. He's like, I know, I'm taping it. I'm taping. <laughs> He's taping little rascals. I was like, oh He's like That's
0: me. Adorable. He gets up and watches old things. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's move on to. Let's. See, you know what? Let's have like a little, a little break. And then um, we're going to get back into the the rest of them, okay? So uh, we'll see you in a bit. So we're back. uh, And we're capping off this, the second part, with uh, The Day the Violence Died, which is... An and scratchy, uh, heavy episode. Um, we also have um, Kirk Douglas, uh, probably not even realizing what the what the what the hell he's doing. <laughs> um, well, that's whose voice it was. This is the this is the last thing. Um, apparently, he had a stroke very soon after this and uh, lost the ability to speak. But um, uh, this him. is his only um, voiceover that he ever did too. So, uh, <laughs>
1: not, not. I don't want to be mean, but not a great one.
0: No, um, but I do... The, the, his character, um, Chester, is quite funny. Um, and I do want to... I would love to see that... So, so, some of these some, some of these uh, guest stars, I would love to see the recording, if they have a video recording of them doing their lines. Because um, I'd love to see Kirk Douglas say, paint my chicken coop. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> my,
1: <laughs> um, I think my favourite bit that I'd never really acknowledged... Uh, obviously... Yeah, you want to tell people what happened. Um, Bart and Lisa, Bart Lisa basically, and Lisa basically—they um,
0: meet this 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 um, homeless man who um, claims that he created Itchy and Scratchy, and they, in trying to do the right thing, they they get his recognition, but then they find out that he doesn't want like. The, the, the it's basic like issue million or something he wants? Yeah. issue and Scratchy has to be closed down because they're broke and he doesn't want to keep funding him because he, he's just like, oh, no, I don't want to make any more money. I'm not greedy. I just want my solid goal house. And <laughs> then car. every
1: time someone walks past, he's like, show your shoes, paint your fence. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's, um, he's been homeless for so long and trying to do little jobs that he cannot stop. Yeah. But that's the one bit when, so before they win the court case, Bart takes him in, that he hides in their basement. And Homer walks past their basement door and he just hears spray change. <laughs> yeah. And Homer just throws change down the stairs without even thinking. Is this
0: the one where he says... Where Lisa comes up to... Mar- yeah, she comes up to Martin and says there's a bad smile and lots of cursing coming from the basement and Dad's upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just bum, just Bart and a bum. Um, yeah. He's it's- standing there eating a sandwich. I like... I like the start of this episode, um, like, just going into sort of the different types of itchy and Scratchy, like, there's that one with the Fritz the Cat. Um, I just, love, like, um, like when I was talking to on our Screamer, so when um, me and Laura were talking about our, our very different childhoods, about how I wasn't allowed out after dark, whereas she was like, <laughs> she could do whatever. These kids are out at 11 o'clock, they were going about to leave the house, mm-hmm. uh, leaving the house at 11 o'clock at night. And (laughs) then they go out into the street, like, well after midnight. It's just... It's
1: an eight-year-old and a (laughs) ten-year-old. It's
0: insane. And Homer just says, just take the gun. Um, Which is a... It's not even New Year's Eve. Foreshadowing. Um, Mm. But, yeah. uh, I do like that part. I do... I I like the the commentators. He's like, isn't this the best thing ever? Yes, Suzanne. It is. (laughs) (laughs) Um... It's yeah, I don't know. It's not a strong episode. Like I, it's I um, not. I do like. There's a bit where, <laughs> after all Bart's done for him, he still gets his name wrong. He's like um I've, in the in the doesn't, in, doesn't in, everyone in, get
1: Bart's name wrong?
0: But in court, um, he's like um, they're showing the, the thing. He's like, check on the back, Brad. He's, he calls him Brad. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and I don't know whether that's a Kirk Douglas thing, or it's actually written. Is that too? Like it, it could have just been him getting the name wrong.
1: Nah, uh, I I think they wrote that for him because it's an old man and a
0: young boy with a weird name. Um, so I do have a, a little bit of um uh, trivia about Mr. Kirk Douglas doing some recording sessions. So, um, this is from uh Nancy Cartwrights who plays the, who does the voice of Bart. She had a um a autobiography that came out. So she says about Kirk Douglas. Uh, he refused to wear earphones supplied to him in the recording show saying that he, it hurt his ears so he was unab- unable to hear anyone um, yeah. he was in a big hurry and he would do two takes per line at the most wow. um, he only had trouble with one scene um, where he kept misreading the line I changed all that to I charged all that and apparently he got really upset <laughs> <laughs> and they had to they had to like um sort of piece it together from like um little bits and pieces to like uh, to to make it coherent, but yeah. Oh. Yeah, so I also heard they had problems with um uh Martin Sheen. No. Yeah, Martin Sheen when um he did uh um the real Seymour Skinners um recording, but we'll get to that in okay. season nine.
1: Yeah, soon. So yeah.
0: that fucking
1: episode. Um I wonder if he Maybe he saw Krusty do his
0: voice takes and thought, yeah, I'll come in, two takes, i <laughs> um, I like that little, um, I'm an a man to be, <laughs> I've always loved, like that, that song gets stuck in my head so much. When like... I,
1: Laura quite liked it as well, and I don't know why, but that's fine, that's okay. That's... <laughs> uh... I think because it gets stuck in my head in a, in a negative way, I, d- right. I
0: never enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, obviously, like the 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 references to um, uh, Disney are, are all there. Um, there's also uh, they sort of reference Hanna Barbera and like a lot of characters. Like apparently, there's like a lot of references in this one that if um, if you sort of picked them all up, there there'll just, just be too numerous to count. Um, the ending is very bad. <laughs> it's just, I mean, I yeah. I like the whole Chester. Is it Chester and um, Liza? Lester no, Liza and. Lizer and- Oh, Liza the... and Lester Yeah um, And it's sort of It's just like a nice Tidy way to sort of um, uh, to, to wrap it all up But yeah I, Like this one was like It was, it was definitely not It's, one of the, the it's kind story. of
1: Clever You Because know, they like Solving their little mysteries Like they did before Like three episodes ago And it's a nice Thought that There's other kids In this town as well That Care and want to solve mysteries
0: yeah, yeah. It was, just, it was a bit weird. Um, so let's move on to uh, a fish called Selma. Another one of my favorite episodes of all time. Uh, not just because of the Jeff Goldblum, uh, guest starring, but yeah, man, this episode. Now, the one thing that I'm gonna <laughs> they they lean into this whole him having sex with fish thing way more than I remember.
1: <laughs> yeah, and also, yeah, does do. he have
0: sex with Job Job? Is that the implication here, that in the back of the in the back of the truck that he had sex with Job Job?
1: When he says Job Job's everywhere you want to be, yeah. <laughs> I assume it's just because it's a lizard and it crawls around wherever it wants. But I don't
0: know, man, because like they they really lean into like the bizarre, like they even said there's bizarre like sexual life and a lot of stuff, and it's just yeah, it's.
1: But as we discovered, um, obviously this is a a gag on Richard Gear.
0: That it I wasn't assume, true. yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, they show his leathery face. He's like he looks like Jason Priestley meets Richard Gere, um, and the whole is an officer and a gentleman type thing. They do the leading man, pretty woman type, you know, dainty hoof in marriage. Like it's it's Richard Gere. Come on, <laughs> except Troy McClure is washed up.
0: Yeah. Um, and look, I like anything that's got um, a uh, um, a Troy McClure, a Phil Hartman, and it, like he's probably the one of the reasons I like this is that like a lot is because of the Phil Hartman of it all. Because he's a national treasure. I've been watching News Radio again um, lately. Uh, this one's a little bit controversial too because I believe um, there's a scene with Fat Tony, um, but he hadn't been in there for very long. Uh, he hadn't been in, in in the show for a while, and they someone else did his line. And apparently, Joe Mantegna <gasps> rang up and said, "What the? F-? Like he got really upset." So they had yeah. to, they apologized, and they they said they said they'll never, never do it again. But yeah, the the line the the um the line without the sleeping with the fishes thing is not Joe Mantegna.
1: Oh, I didn't even notice. Yeah. Wow. Um, that's kind so of he, nice that he cared so much about that's his character and
0: yeah. So sure, if you don't, yeah. if you know the thing, this episode it's it's, um, Sean McClure, uh gets pulled over and needs to have, um, he's like, he's basically washed up. There's like a lot of, um, rumors going around about his private life. Uh, and he has then a sticker on his car about the aquarium. <laughs> <laughs> um, hot dog and go to SeaWorld. World. <laughs> <laughs> he gets picked up by the cops for um driving erratically, and they goes to the DMV and meets Selma. Um, he also, needs to part.
1: They're very cruel
0: to people that wear glasses. Yeah. They do. They do make it look like a dog um, They um. He wants to pass his his sight test, so he he um agrees to take Selma out on a date to a very Beverly Hills um establishment in uh, the Pimento Grove in in uh in Springfield. He gets uh photos taken by the paparazzi, and he um like his his agent from a few years back, MacArthur <laughs> is it MacArthur Parker, um played by Jeff Goldman, says like um you know this is. Giving your like you having a date with a woman is giving, your, uh, career, <laughs> giving your career a career giving you a career a shot in the arm. So he um he starts getting in parts and stuff. Uh, one being the role in the in one of the greatest things that they've ever done, which is the Planet of the Apes musical. I yeah, I think that is one of the most brilliant satires of anything ever. It's so yeah. damn good. Uh, the songs are great. Um, I love your Dr. Sayers. <laughs> it's the, the costume, the, the beard. costumes. Just, just the, the concept. um the of it all. The, like the bit, um, the, the Dr. Sayers song. Um, Dr. Sayers, Dr. Sayers. <laughs> um, it's so good. It, it could um, have been
1: its own spinoff. I do like... In entire episode.
0: I do like the Entertainment Tonight little um, uh, things they have. There's that one where it's, like... John uh, McCullough is scene with a woman. Woman, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and um, he says like, "Oh, looks like you were looks like you were wrong when you called him a washed up deviant." Okay. <laughs>
1: um, he's he's kind of got that uh, that Homer Cruelness to him as well. His character, like his yeah. highlights are when, but he's more naive about it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's their first dinner date when it cuts. And he's like, ha ha ha, I've never heard a funnier anecdote. <laughs> no, you, no, you tell one. <laughs> um, and when he gets um, the paps, snap them, and he says, guess who's back from the gutter and <laughs> you brought you someone, someone with him. him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I didn't pick up on that as a kid, but it's, it's genius and it's horrible.
0: Weirdly pro-smoking. Uh... <laughs> Storyline yeah. It's so <laughs> where she's like if she takes one has one of these cigars it's like, Oh my god, it's like five cigarettes at once <laughs> Like it's it's weird to see something so like a children's show so be open with like uh smoking, it's just it's just insane.
1: Is there an undertone as well of homosexuality, the fact or is he just completely repulsed by Selma that he could not fathom yeah. sleeping in the same bed or even trying to have sex with her?
0: I, I mean I also I more say so the thing like, I don't think he knows how to do it like it's just like he's like yeah I'll send you a pamphlet um I think he's just yeah he's just never had to sort of I don't know it's 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 one of these things where if you think too much about it it might it might start making it really awkward yeah. <laughs> um but uh, yeah I like um I, you know uh there's a bit where they're at their place and they were by the pool and Selma was like oh who would have thought that we used to talk about our dream managers who would have thought that that worked out for one of us and I was <laughs> like i know i know <laughs> it's selma <laughs> then um, it's not true it's just yeah um i do like yeah like the like a, the, her 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 outfits get more and more sort of like hollywood back in the 50s and 60s which is really cool yeah um yeah, it's it's one of my favorite. I I I don't think like it's one of my favorites. Um, but I think it's more the bits in it. I think the Planet of the Apes bit really really bumps it up for me. Um, it's not the whole package, but the yeah. its highlights are a
1: quality quality highlights.
0: Um, I also like how Jeff Goldman's Jeff Goldman's reading on these lines, and um, if you if you're fortunate enough to have the DVD, he um. He's on the commentary for it. Um, which is really, really Ooh. fun to listen to. Um so <laughs> there's a bit where he's like they talk about how to make his career even better, they need to have a baby. And like Jeff Goldman's right reading of the line is like, so you and uh wife <laughs> need to have a baby. <laughs> he doesn't even know her name. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's just it's so good. Yeah.
1: Um, I, I think Phil and Jeff Make it Yeah It is nice that Selma Comes to her senses in the end And we get like a nice ending Where she's not just gonna Yeah Be in a loveless marriage And
0: like also, and also not, not wanting to bring a child Into a loveless marriage is like there I, I, yeah. I do like that sign It's like we're not hurting each other Anyone else is each other But I can't bring a kid into this And it's like That's actually like Some humanity there Which is really really nice
1: It's, it's a decent Circle episode like, Yeah I think it wraps up okay But it's, Yeah I don't know there's, there's something missing from it I don't know what it is
0: yeah maybe it needs more Troy McClure <laughs> we all do um so the next one is Bart on the Road which I really like um again might might be like the uh um more about like the the set pieces in themselves like sort of make it good like, I don't say it's like a, it's a heap heap strong episode but like the wig factory and um <laughs> Just like the absurdity of it all is, is really good. Yeah. Um Bart makes a fake driver's license because he Yeah, they basically get sent to um work with their parents and Bart goes to um <laughs> he can't say with Marge because homemaking's not a job. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> that's why you don't get paid for it. That's why you get paid for it. Um so yeah, Bart goes to Tilmer and Patty and he makes his own fake driver's license. They by using the
1: driver's license making machine. Yes. <laughs> that's the
0: thing. Um and uh then, after after doing a bunch of stuff like you know because um, he says he's, he's obviously got a fake idea ID they they rent a car and go on a trip with um uh Millhouse Nelson and um Martin uh, strange group uh Lisa at the same time has gone to work with um Homer and they they start to form a bond um Marge gets completely left behind and then um, and then pokes her daughter awake so she's got something <laughs> I to love do. That bit. <laughs> Um, the little
1: noises Maggie makes when she's prodding her.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, eh, eh. <laughs> um,
1: There's also a bit with Marge. We haven't talked about the intro scenes, which I don't think are that important. Yeah. Um, I think this was the bowling alley one. Where, like, it sweeps out the pins and then it drops them on the couch. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know if it's an accident or not, but when they fall on the couch, Marge looks really sad. Oh, okay. <laughs> And maybe that was, like, a hint of, like, she's not happy in this episode.
0: Foreshadowing, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure, but, like, there's, uh, there's some, place that some people that are just like, oh, let's just, like, sneak this in. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was weird. Um, but, yeah, it's yeah. a weird little foursome they've got in that I don't know how Nelson so often ends up in their little friend group, but yeah. he bullies them so much. I guess that was just childhood.
0: Maybe they're bringing him along just in case they get into... Um trouble i don't know um bart's lack of care throughout (laughs) most of this is incredible he this is like him as like you know truly like this malevolent child who just like even at the end knowing that at least one person at that table knows exactly how what he's done and is still just lying through his teeth is just amazing um he always gets
1: away with it that's what happens
0: so uh yeah, when um they go to see the film Naked Lunch. It's like I can think of two things wrong with that title. Um if you've ever seen Naked Lunch, you know why that is. Um Uh some of some of Bob the Nelson hit me. He sure did. Sure did. I love how they go to Moe's and then they see like what drinking's like and they're like, nah, I'm not gonna do that. Incredible. <laughs> um I love how Bart calls um Martin Milton. <laughs> That's such a weird. that's such a weird joke that I always love. He's like, That's just a cover of Milton. Martin. Martin <laughs> <laughs>
1: Because now he's he's got a driver's license. He's too cool and he's above it all.
0: Yeah. It's just it's just a weird little thing. Um Like he becomes the, the careless dad. Yeah. Except
1: Yeah, I guess it's in a nice way, the careless dad though. Like, uh one Like my... we stop ice cream, yes.
0: <laughs> yes. Um one of my favorite jokes ever is the family going to Winnipeg uh yeah I'm going to Cape Canaveral and um my, uh Nelson slaps him in the back of the head and it's like back to Winnipeg that's one of the my I laughed so hard at that this morning when I watched it yeah <laughs> it was so it's still good. good um
1: it deserves all the uh attention it has had in the previous
0: years I think um and the one of the best little uh reveal shots of when they get to so basically like um uh, Mil Mil Milton Millhouse um finds a uh a road map from like a road guide from 1982 and says we should go to this um Knoxville Tennessee for the World's Fair and when they get there it's, they find out that it's like um it's just a wig shop and there's this big thing with full of wigs and yeah. the guy says are you gonna buy some wigs or aren't you and then the, the next shot of them just sitting in the gutter with these outrageous wigs on but then they are sort of all sort of sort of sad and morose is one of the best reveals ever. It's so well-timed. It's just perfect. On the bright side, I'm not down the sphere. <laughs> yeah. And then, and, and Milhouse is like, he's like, he's trying to like, not be blamed for it. <laughs> he, he's like, I guess you could say that, you know, you're, no one's really at fault. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so... um. It- and I the liked, B story
1: fits uh, in nicely at the end
0: with Langan Homer and, Olga. Lisa and Lisa. I like Langdon Olga. I, I like um, uh, Homer and Lisa spending some time together. Um, I also this is the one where uh, you find out kind of what Homer does a little bit. Like he's he's sort of responsible for replacing the bulbs on the, on the map. Um, but when the idea, like he gets the idea. So basically, like after like their the car gets crushed um, and Bart needs to find a final way home, and they they've Lisa says, oh, if you're a courier, you can get sent here. So they need a, they need something that's big enough to get all four of them back in a box. And Homer comes up with the idea of, like, destroying his safety console. <laughs> and that phone call that he's he fixed, he's like, oh, we need to order one of these uh, T437 consoles. He's like, uh, my computer shows that you oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> You're operating by the T forty three. Oh my, my God! It's just it's and so he's just good. and he's
1: sitting there and he's like wiping his coke can and then like dripping it on the thing and yeah, his
0: it's so good. And so yeah, um, but I do like uh before that when Lisa tells Homer like what Bart's up to and his face goes that red color and then he goes and yells into the helmet, yeah, um. Yeah, it's 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 really good to see those two doing some scenes together. And I think like that was one of the things that writers were trying to do is they're trying to pair up people that aren't usually paired up. And um I think they, they did really well with that. So
1: I wrote down Um, Nail a Flag to Your Butt and Maui to Iran, but I feel yeah. like that was in a different episode. Was no, it's in the, it's
0: in this episode. It's it's because like they're doing truth of air and she dare's home it's a to call up Mo. Um, Mo's Tavern which we find yeah. out in Most Haven, which we find out in in, in Home of the Smithers, uh, his phone number is Smithers because that's the Oh yeah. Mr. Burns thinks that making a phone call is just like typing the name of the person that you're trying to reach. <laughs>
1: um quite quite an odd joke or statement to make though.
0: Yeah. Oh mail yeah. A
1: flag to your butt and mail you to Iran
0: yeah uh, yeah that's I think yeah i I think you'd be a republican voter Al Homer. I don't think uh there's been enough to say that,
1: but I guess they're also aware that America's not been very kind to Iran, so they would probably not be kind to the Americans yeah true that makes sense
0: uh next one is twenty two short films about springfield uh episode um that I love, but on rewatching it, realize that it is the most nineties of this because y- Really, for a big chunk of this episode, if you haven't watched Pulp Fiction, you would yeah. have no idea what's going on in this episode.
1: <laughs> and do you find now the intro with Bart and like the way he talks and just that whole little intro piece a bit weird? Oh, it's like how it's like it's kind of
0: breaking the fourth wall of like we're doing this, we know we know that we're being watched by someone, so this is, we're. we're... Is it, yeah. are you saying it's like a bit too obvious sort of thing? Yeah, it doesn't feel natural. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. I don't think they had an idea of um of how to do it. Like, I mean, the, the the I love how like you know they had a whole bunch of writers on on this one, and um, I love the 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 stories that they picked. Um, the best one being, and if you've ever stumbled onto a Simpsons meme page. Uh, steamed hams is one Absolutely. of the most uh, memed <laughs> Simpsons joke of all time, and I as can barely be. even remember
1: the other bits in there. So I know there's a poo is in there with his little party yep. that he parties for five minutes. Um, he also high fives his friend on the way out with his left hand, which I thought was weird, but you know lefties exist. So
0: um, oh, I didn't mo- I didn't mention in the uh, the bowling team home episode that we find out that Bumblebee. Bumblebee's name is uh because he's on the Channel Six news team. Um who also shows up in this episode with yep. Doug. Uh yeah, but there's like a um there's Mr. Burns and Smithers, um, Smithers who gets um, sung by a bee. I completely forgot about the Dr. Nick bit with um with Abe. <laughs> um and, Oh yeah. Yeah, and then um save but, the day. but there's like a lot of Pulp Fiction references in this, um, which yeah. is just which is really 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 weird When you think about it It's like Here's a kids show That you have to know that About this R-rated movie um, Because Well you, you don't
1: need To know about it Because I didn't know About Clockwork Orange And I found those bits funny
0: But also like But then Having you know Having watched this And then watched Pulp Fiction It's like Is um The guy in the uh, Military shop Is he gonna rape <laughs> Wiggum and Snake <laughs> I guess that's the plan <laughs> Because that's what happens in the movie. <laughs> yeah. So Ugh. yeah, that bit I think is like a little bit it wasn't as well thought out as what they might have thought. I think it's like, and this is this is a stuff that I'm sort of getting a bit. It was like it's um certain writers' uh, personal. Um, they're not thinking about the end goal a lot. That is like, oh, yeah. this will be funny, and like, but it's like, is it gonna be funny in like ten years time? Which is like, which was makes this episode, episode like not as timeless as what you know some of the other ones are, because it's like it's deeply rooted in like that times that time frame. I think, um,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, it is like, well,
1: yeah, with um, Apu and Bumblebee Man as well, yeah, and which are not aging as well. There's there's a lot about it that is wouldn't carry on, uh, but didn't, is that maybe why the steamed hands bit? is so popular now because that, yeah, is its own little entity, and it's it's so flawless. Like every yeah, I just, that, that whole bit from when Superintendent walks, walks in. He can't fault it.
0: Yeah, but then it's like I found this time. And this could be also. We were, we were, I think, we were chatting a bit about, um, and it could be like maybe like my age or something like that. But like now, watching a bunch of Simpsons episodes in a row they start to get gradually more annoying. <laughs> or like, I start to start to poke poke more holes in them. Yeah. Whereas before, it's more like a comfort thing. Nowadays, it's like, oh, oh these aren't as good as I... See. So this one in particular, I was like, oh, it's not, I, was, I was really looking forward to it. And then when I got it to it, I'm like, oh, it's not as good as I remember it.
1: I think that's uh, maybe a good episode, Bad Day. Because I don't know if it was last season or the season before when I was saying something similar and you loved all these episodes and you were saying yeah. it right there. And I was like, meh. I didn't laugh as much.
0: Yeah, yeah, it could have been, yeah. Oh, so I, it is I a did... bit of in-the-moment. Yeah. one that But is, you're also no... right, like, some of them aren't great. Uh, one that I definitely did still love just as much is Raging Apes Incident, is Grumbling Grandson and the Curse of the High- Flying Hellfish. This episode is everything I want. Did you remember the intro to this? Because
1: I don't remember him spitting on the floor <laughs> at the school.
0: <laughs> that he not put out his it's not my problem. <laughs>
1: Just constantly spitting on the floor and the comments about the death penalty
0: as well oh my I lord okay and we also find out that like um well obviously Nelson's grand, like grandfather is a judge but didn't give any of that judge money to his mum who's living in like you know the poorer part of town in like some like shack yeah, yeah. <laughs> um this is all I like, like. I love Simpsons being put back into history, especially World War II. I love a Abe episode. I love it. It's, it's very Burns heavy. Love the hitman bit. Um, just the whole mystery of it all. Love. I love when Abe hits Krabappel with his spoon. <laughs> love when Mister Burns um, accidentally like smashes into Lisa's room and she thinks it's Santa. Um, That's one of my all-time favorites. I don't yeah. know why. Just the way she says that. Um, so yeah. Uh, we find out that um, back in World War Two, that all of the... Um, and this is the, one of these things that could be potentially bad. Is like when they get a bunch of like dads or granddads from um, the townsfolk in World War Two, And you got to remember that now because that's now part of canon. Um, but that, then then in two, episode, in two seasons times, who knows about that because they've got a Sheldon Skinner here that would make no sense into it. And that's why I hate the episodes so much. Um, yeah, we know. So... <laughs> um you find out that like at the end of the war um this uh platoon of um uh of soldiers the have all these t- townsfolk. they find this like art this um that the nazis were going to steal so they ten- they they decide to not take it then because they'll get caught cuz like you you're not supposed to take stuff from cuz like they're actually they're actually uh committing a war crime here let's not <laughs> let's not let's not yeah. sugarcoat it they're taking stuff from people who that and, and-, and during wartime and it's it's, it's really not cool mm-hmm. and um you find out that uh they, they've done a tontine which is great because there's a bit where burns asks the, the rest of the platoon is like Are any of you familiar with tontine and then what ox which you think is the dumbest member puts his hand up and gives like a pretty good explanation of what a tontine is um so yeah like the last surviving member of the, pl- the platoon will um will get the art um uh so then Abe gets this this letter saying that one of the one of the other soldiers is dead. Um, Asa Phelps, Asa Phelps, and, Ace Phelps, and uh, that means that him and Burns are the last remaining. So Burns tries to kill him because Burns is Burns. Um, he gets mm-hmm. and it's it, from there it just it's just great. Um,
1: I it's again I I don't care about my plot holes with Burns or continuity with Burns. Yeah, suddenly he's very able bodied <laughs> and excessively brutal when he kicks bar into the oh. box and lets him fall in- he's gonna die
0: yeah like yeah, I know nah, you he, you've um, been
1: trying to kill Abe this whole time but it's very very cold
0: I like how I like how evil he can be um, <laughs> I love how he's stealing uh, <laughs> Abe's stealing Flanders' boat <laughs> <laughs> gonna have a camp out in the dinghy <laughs> Um but the uh the hitman that um uh Burns gets to go after is just so good. One of my favourite bits ever is like you go they go to the rest home and they're dressed up badly as Homer Marge and Bart, and it's just hilarious. Um so yeah, I really like it. Um Abe comes and this is when you see that like um they want to Abe wants to stay at their house and they're like, oh, where's he going to sleep? And everyone's like, Bart's room, Bart's room, Bart's room. And then Bart says, dumpster. And he's looking out his <laughs> window and there's like, it's this random dumpster, dumpsters across the road from them. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Um, That's and That's when we get the uh, amazing wrinkly gibberish line. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, it's like, I love the, yeah, all that stuff about World War Two. Um it to... did
1: kind of annoy me and I don't want to just uh, make... I don't want to be annoyed at lack of animation because I know it was the nineties. Yeah. But when Bart when Mr. Burns leaves, like on his little cherry picker and Bart's like, I've got both keys. Yeah. Oh uh, the delay little, of him realizing. Delay, yeah.
0: I always think that as like um of, of him just being old. Like I, I always yeah, there's a, like a delay of about two seconds and he's like, Hey, you've got the key. And it's like <laughs> Yeah, it is annoying and kind of weird, um, and yeah, I don't know I'd... if it was like a mistake or like if it was intentional. I'm, I
1: I don't. I refuse to believe that that was an intentional delay.
0: I'll tell you what. I'll I'll, I'll pop in the disc and do the the commentary, and I'll I'll see if they make any um, yeah, yeah you do, <laughs> do that. reference to it. Um, uh, <laughs> now <laughs> there's a bit where at the end where they um they give the artwork back to like the last surviving. Uh, Air, which is like this, <laughs> this very stereotypical German guy with a pony star- ponytail, and this techno music playing in his car. And um, I do such love the a
1: terrible f- little techno song too. I do, I the- like do
0: love the fact that they- they're putting the into the boot. He's like, "Hey, cough. <laughs> watch the CD changer, idiots!" <laughs> but because the best back line:
1: then, if you had a CD player, the CDs went in the boot.
0: In the boot, yeah. But the best line, and look, this might have been taken out of context because I went to an all-boys school and whenever there was uh, two guys sitting next to each other and they could just be chatting and because we're young and stupid we would always go hey fun boys get a room <laughs> 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 anytime you yeah. showed any affection to anyone else it was the mother male it would be hey fun boys get a room <laughs> yeah. and oh man I, I, and when it came up again today I laughed and laughed <laughs> <laughs> um, not that yeah. there's anything wrong with that. No, no, it's just it's just one of the the, the classic lines. Um, so yeah, no, nah, I'm I'm a big fan of of the fighting hellfish. Uh, so we're yes. g- nearly, nearly there, everyone. We're nearly there. Um, <laughs> we've got uh much a poo about nothing. Now, the big thing about this one for me is that um, when the series first aired, I was like. I was taping them every week. I guarantee you this this one wasn't in the original. Like we didn't get this one for some reason. I don't know why. Um, Well, it's
1: very strange to have twenty five episodes.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Like, like I remember seeing this one for the first time when they started doing the mornings on, um, Fox Eight, like on Foxtel. And I was was like, "Well, what is this episode? I've never seen like this." The and look, it's not that great episode, but the start with the bears is just fantastic yeah i kind of wish the hell of the episode was being (laughs) bear. that's
1: that's how they tease you every now and then like the intro is incredible and then that's it and sometimes it's like oh what was that for
0: freaking bear jamboree around here um Um,
1: can't work the knob
0: (laughs) that was great Um, i don't know if
1: that's intentional innuendo or not but that was and i don't know whether it's like um
0: I don't know what it's like about, like, because it was like a bit... It, it is probably the, one of the more political ones because it's about um, immigrants and... Um,
1: yeah, uh, so they think bears are taking over the town because they saw one bear. Yeah. And then they get bear patrol, excessive bear patrol, and they don't want to pay for it. And Quimby says, well, let's let's detract, distract from that and just talk about immigrants.
0: Yeah. I think this one... Yeah, this this one's... um it, Out of anyone, it's like... uh. It definitely sort of has a has a political sort of bearing onto it. So, and then like Homer takes mm-hmm. a, a poo in because he doesn't realize that he's an immigrant. Um, and... But then when he does, he goes, "I'm really gonna miss you." <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, like they they try and, and it's it like it's a it's a good episode. Like I um I I I do like um. You you definitely see. How um, mostly like would have been at the January sixth <laughs> stuff in the mm-hmm. Capitol. Like he is yeah. the he is the easiest person to piss off and get like all like militia um and and right wingy like he's 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 the uh, the character that you definitely love to hate um and then Barney sort of just goes along with it uh but yeah but even when even towards the end when he makes his little speech about people
1: telling him to vote no like the Jebediah episode I don't. I'm not saying Simpsons should have taken a political stance and done the right thing. But if you're going to talk about it, if you're going to bring it up, if you're going to put it in on people's TVs and in their brains, maybe you kind of got it. Cause they, they really
0: shy away from, I think, yeah. Sometimes they, they come in hard, but then they just don't want to alienate. So they're like, Oh yeah. We won't push it too hard, and it's like, well, you've already put it out there, so what are you what are you doing? And like, that's and now you're leaving
1: it up to people's own interpretation, yeah. Because then so... at the end of the episode, everyone votes yes to get rid of immigrants in a landslide,
0: yeah. And it's just, um, and I suppose like maybe like that's a bit more alarming as like it's probably like something that probably happened, like where like they all pretend that yeah. they care, but really, when no one's looking, they'll vote the way that like they actually want to vote, which is not the not the right way.
1: Yeah, I don't feel like there's enough um, moral accountability sometimes. And I know that's not their job, but looking back at it now, uh, they had a lot more responsibility than maybe they realised with this stuff.
0: Um, Apparently this episode is uh, used in certain um, sociology courses in America about... uh, Satire and parody sort of thing, and like where, like, kind of what we're talking about now, like where where does it go too far, or does it not go far enough? And like, yeah, yeah. So it's um, it there there is like people still 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 talking about it sort of thing, and like it is. I mean, we're still talking about it now, so it's like, yeah.
1: And it does. I'm not gonna say it doesn't have funny moments because when Homer tells someone to shut up on the phone, I still find that <laughs> hilarious. Hey, yeah, shut up. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Listen, shut up a second. <laughs> Um, also the callback she makes to how many surnames she already has. Yeah. They ask her to marry a poo so he can stay in the country. And she's like, I'm already
0: to Willigan McClure Bouvier or something. I think there's another name in there as well. not sure who. Um, I did see in the spoiler thing too, that, or like in the, the, the kind of the mess ups is that when he becomes a citizen, he gets a jury notice and he's like, Oh, I'm going to be on a jury, but, um, he was already on a jury. For the boy who knew too much. Oh, so, uh,
1: uh, yeah.
0: Read your Bible. Uh, <laughs> yep. By this, I mean, I'm not, uh, if anyone hasn't ever heard me talk about, like TV shows have a Bible that they have like all their storylines and characters and stuff and you're supposed to refer to that when you're uh, writing episodes so you don't make mistakes like this. That's why I'm referring to it with the Bible. So just in, t- just in case you're like, oh, Paul's yeah. getting all churchy. <laughs> um, Homer Paul user. Yeah. Yay or nay? <laughs> I don't know.
1: I love all the guests. It yeah. has some It has some great moments when Edgar Wintergroup's Frankenstein is playing. I love <laughs> that song so much. And he walks up to the van slowly <laughs> and then he just disappears. It's great. Um, it's... Um... The animation was weird. Did you notice that? Like, some of the... Like, yeah. their eyes had, like, two sets of lines sometimes and they're just... It, it was weird.
0: Might be in Rush. I don't know. Um yeah. I find this one it's like uh looking back at out, it's a little bit cringy because it's it's kinda of like the Australia episode. It's like Yeah. They don't sometimes they don't know how to do satire or like or they try to like sort of lock into like a, a so at that time like Lollapalooza was quite the, the big festival that comes around and it's like, oh we need to sort of like or we want to have some bands as guest actors and um we wanna uh show what would happen if they came to Springfield and it's like it just gets a bit yeah a bit cringe although this there is some like really good means. So the Smashing Pumpkins um, bit is great you know Billy Corgan, Smashing Pumpkins Homer Simpson Smiling Politely is really good <laughs> it's, <laughs> um, it's alright Sonic uh, Youth
1: in Frampton's Cooler Peter Frampton yeah. Cypress Hill it's pretty yeah, good Cypress Hill I with the just...
0: um, the orchestra it's
1: yeah pretty funny. of course why would they not have an orchestra <laughs>
0: Um but again it's like I never know,
1: noticed that that was actually I've missed the line where Peter Frampton says that they stole his orchestra. <laughs>
0: <And> <laughs> I so it in my it freezer. get there. out of there. Um <laughs> if you if you um in a few seasons time there's that one where Homer goes to that rock camp and they've got Elvis Ooh. Costello, Tom Petty and all that stuff and that's even cringier except for the fact that Mick Jagger's the camp counselor which is really funny. <laughs> I think it's just they
1: they turned the dad up on him too much. Yeah, and it was maybe just too realistic, and we've had too much um, parody on it since of just dads being dads. Yeah, just over the top. He, he's kind of boring.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I I um. I do Still like the the, the the only, the only thing that was like like I, I do feel like because there's that thing where um they kind of take a shot at Blues for like charging so much for tickets. And also the fact that like when they yeah. get in there, it's quite like a corporate experience sort of thing. Like it's got, there's people there that are like, you know, ba- fans of like the bands and stuff, but like it's, it was starting to get to that sort of thing where like the sponsorship was sort of making it go in a different way. And that's what, yeah. Um, and
1: Mr. Burns makes that comment about buying ticket master and adding these fees. Yeah. <laughs> so this is after Pearl Jam's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, suit against them as well so everyone knew about it um
0: so let's cut off sorry
1: just just one more gripe about this i don't again i don't know if it's tired animation or if there's a point to it maybe it's on the commentary i don't know but there's a bit where homer's on stage and when he leaves he just like vibrates off like his legs don't he doesn't oh it's really off. weird yeah i think he's so i think they us try and
0: make it like seem natural but it's it's not
1: yeah it looks like he's a Lego figure, and there's a kid holding him and just went dub, 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 dub. <laughs> um, terrible uh
0: yeah, let's
1: finish let's let's finish strong ah,
0: oh, I love this episode it's so it's got a lot of um uh it's got a lot of heart there's a bit
1: I don't wanna be that man, but there's a bit too much Lisa sometimes mm and she's a little. She's uh, she's a bit much.
0: No I think she I, goes
1: too far the other way. And I, like, oh, this how does Lisa do that? That's not possible.
0: I think that this is one of the better sort of um emotional episodes. Very much reminded me of um summer vacations with my family, uh where because I was the youngest, I was sort of like, all my sisters and brothers were uh, were able to like go make friends with other kids around there. But like I sort of either tagged along or just stayed with my parents and lots of stuff. Um, So this one in particular, I think... uh, It's a Summer of Four featuring two. Yeah. And it's like, it's it's also like that, um, it it, it resonates with me because like everyone's had that moment where they think that no one likes them. And Lisa has this thing of like, she thinks that she yeah that that she's got no friends, and it's really, really hard to watch sometimes and like when she finds this she feels like she has to be different, but when like yes. you actually realize it when she drops this sort of facade and she begins to be she can't help being her because she's yeah. teaching you about how not to drink seawater and, <laughs> and all sorts of yeah. stuff, um and they really respect her for that, and there's but there, there 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 may have been some times where I've watched this, and I get a little 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 lump in the throat.
1: It's sad because it, this is what happens to people and Lisa's a perfect example of trying to be right, trying to do all the right things, be nice, be kind, be smart, mm. improve, and she gets nothing out of it. She gets nothing that yeah. what society thinks she should have from it, so then she has to change and she's turn it
0: She's done this awesome job with like the school yearbook and no one wants it and no one signs it and it's just like... But then yeah. Bart
1: is is Bart cool? No, I mean, like, that's why, the thing is, Bart, why does Bart have a lineup? Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, but the thing is, and but I think Bart also doesn't really care. That's his difference is that he he realizes that like he's not gonna he's got like Millhouse and stuff. Yeah. Um But yeah, I um, there's a bit where yeah when Marge says to her like, oh, you can bring a friend too, and she's like, I haven't got any friends and it's like it's just it's it then kills she says, I'll
1: be your best friend yeah
0: and, and there, um, was, there was a comment in my family the
1: other night about when I was a child uh everyone was aware that my mum and I had planned to live together forever <clears throat> either I would live with her or she would live with me and it's quite sad and scary to look back and think that was that, Is that uh, I think
0: <laughs> but you're the youngest and I'm youngest I think like it's just that's just what happens like you also
1: Marge says um, boys kiss girls.
0: Yeah, they yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's um yeah. And but then but Lisa's already onto it like going, yeah, okay, like she's I think she's already worldly more worldly aware than what Marge is. Yeah. Um Yeah, I think uh one of my favorite bits is um when Bart uh reveals to her friends the- at, at, at how, how, uh, like, that she's like the school nerd and they're at the breakfast table and like Marge leaves the room and she grabs Bart yeah. and she's... That's such a good thing. She's like... She just... Everything... Every little feeling that she's ever had about him comes out in that moment and then the yep. best thing about it is that Millhouse has been there the inside time. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: and that's one of those few points... It's the same when Bart steals um, that game and then Marge is mad at it. Like she doesn't verbalise it but... Mm. There's only a handful of times throughout this entire show where Bart is made to feel what he's done to someone.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And he thinks it's all good. He's like, oh, I guess that was pretty mean, wasn't it? But didn't really care, didn't know the gravity of what he'd done. And then she just snaps and was like, oh, yeah, that's not cool.
0: There's a, um. my other favourite scene is uh, Homer's forgotten his bathers. Yeah. But he improvises. Yeah. And you go outside, that side and there's a, the way that he says, hello. <laughs> and then the next thing is you just see like the police, like the flashing from the police sign. The way that he says hello, it just cracks me up every time. Yeah, It's yeah. just great. And then there's, um, it's his, the bag of stuff he's got is like the condoms. And the <laughs> oh, I don't know what you're
1: playing tonight, but I don't think it was. Your part. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also we. A bit of this...
0: Oh yeah. Go on. Oh, oh yeah. no, we we well, I'll be remiss to say we can't mention this episode and not talk about the dud. Oh yeah, um, when they're, they're playing a game and there's a there's a character in the game called the dud. Oh cool, yeah, is cool, <laughs> he called, is it called the Homer dud, stars, or
1: did they decide to call him the dud? Yeah, he,
0: yeah, yeah. Marge, Marge, Marge. says he's the dud, and then Homer's like, "Oh yeah, he looks like you." So like, Muhas has got the parents, both parents of his best friend, mocking him openly on holiday
1: because he's got glasses. Yeah. <laughs> It's all it was. Stand up for but
0: yourself. Point Dexter.
1: That that scene, I I wait for it every time. Homer's face, the way it slowly lights oh, up. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's priceless. It's one of the greatest things I've ever done. Um, There's another bit at the start that I don't think I ever really acknowledged or enjoyed, because <laughs> Mewhouse M- M- is in the baby seat. Oh yeah. And Bart goes, I'm gonna tighten Mewhouse straps, strap. He's fidgeting. <laughs> was it so tight yeah uh, so. all right
0: well i think we're gonna get on to our top fives because this is uh look this is taking a while as it usually does um but hopefully we've uh you know informed you of some trivia and stuff like that and we'll uh, so we'll, let's get through these um i'll start off so my number five um even though like I said it wasn't I wasn't like I, I like the concept and I like um a lot of the parts of it, I'm gonna give it to uh twenty two short films about Springfield is number five.
1: Oh. Weird, I didn't see that coming.
0: Um. It was nearly um the iconoclast, least in the Iconoclast, but like I don't like the ending. <laughs> so Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um if you're gonna say what your number five almost was, then I'm gonna say mine was almost part of the think. Right, it was kind of a toss-up. That's
0: on my sh- that was um, on my short list, but it didn't go. Yeah.
1: So I, when I after I watched them, I left a little note after each episode saying maybe top five or not top five, and that was a maybe. Yeah. Um, I also some of them I wrote down number one, and then I <laughs> changed to number two because the next episode would be number one. <laughs> uh, so the first episode is my number five. Team Homer. Okay. Started okay. out as my number one and became my number two and slowly dropped down as recency bias left me <laughs> but just the whole bowling side of it because i love bowling yeah um there's good mr burns you left wanting more mr burns is the <laughs> bunch of sucks that ever sucked <laughs> i love it
0: all right my number four is um a fish called selma uh it had to be in there uh just some of the good stuff phil hartman love um Jeff Goldblum, love, just yeah, yeah, it's excellent.
1: And, and Selma, Selma was good.
0: Selma's like, yeah, Selma love too, yeah, yeah. Um, Patty also just like copping it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, number four. Uh,
1: uh, yep. We only just talked about it, and I feel like I should have had it higher. Now, the summer of four,
0: four foot two. Yep. Oh, four four foot two. That's what it I is. I thought it was featuring two. No, no, it's um. Ah, oh, that makes more sense. It's it uh, it nice. there's a, there's another movie called The Summer of something like that, and it's like yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, um,
1: yeah, uh, summer of four foot two, I guess. Nice. Um, uh, I I kind of want to have it higher, but I don't. I'm trying to ignore recency bias because it's the well, guess the what? Most recent one I just it watched. It should be higher
0: because it's not, it's my number three. So <laughs> um, <it's> slightly higher. <laughs> yeah uh could have been higher like uh but yeah it's it's i think it's that emotional thing that you don't get from a lot of the earlier ones and don't get again from like yeah i, I don't think it really gets replicated too much as we go along um no, it's a pretty it's original the, episode i, I think, think it's one of the last great um, like family uh, emotional episodes and yeah yeah
1: yep yeah. and also just so many iconic hilarious moments yeah, so your number three is two
0: bad neighbors, which is egregious as well. It's like that's fucking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think the. I don't want to just get too political about it, but part of just having George Bush in it, even <laughs> though they're showing him in a negative light, yeah. <laughs> um, part of me just like, oh, I don't know if he should be a part of this because again, they don't take a strong enough stance on this was a bad person. Like he just gets to run away at the end and everything's fine. Like, he looks like an idiot. Um, and it's great. I'll, I'll always love it. Even the two bad neighbors part. <laughs> no, the man and the boy. I don't know the boys.
0: I'm not getting involved, George. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, I think, I think three's, I'm okay with it being at three. Well, I'm not, cause I'm really? at two. So it's my number two. <laughs> <laughs> you tease me for not having
1: it high enough and then you've got it one spot higher.
0: Second comes right for first <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah uh, What can I say It's it's just It's amazing And uh, should be enjoyed by all it's, um,
1: it, You're going to be quite upset with me then Because you didn't like the ending What's that? Here's Johnny Cakes Oh really? Yeah That's it's, really cool Donald Sutherland Lisa's so good Homer's incredible let me help you, George Washington.
0: Even <laughs> your dreams are square. <laughs> yeah, uh, um,
1: I, I don't. Again, yeah, I don't love the ending. I don't. It's silly to say this because I just complain about Two Bad Neighbors not having a strong enough stance, and this one is the weakest stance uh, when it comes to, you know, the moral high ground. But
0: uh, it's just, it's just great. I'm sorry, it's great. Okay, I disagree, but. Uh, well my number one Uh, I gushed about it just before Um, I do like some history in my Simpsons and the Hellfish one is just like I the reason I picked number one is because any any time it's on I have to watch all of it I think it's a really well crafted story into 22 minutes which you can't say for a lot of Simpsons even the really good episodes you cannot say that like they they hit all the points of like what would be a a movie worthy story within a twenty two second, no twenty two minute sort of episode. So I think they did really really good well well with that one. They hit all the marks for me. It's it's a perfect episode. So yeah, um, the flying hellfish is my number one episode for.
1: I'm I'm trying not to be shocked and somewhat disappointed. I know how much you loved it when we talked about it, but it's just it was look it's got great bits um it was never in contention for my top five i apologize so my my little box at the side where i rated if it would be or not i just wrote no next to that
0: you are wrong but that's okay
1: um my number one in my little box i wrote top three question mark starts out great is it a weak finish and i ignored all of those notes and i gave it to Home with a Smithers, Smithers, Smithers. <laughs> that was definitely one um, that could have gone to my top five. Yeah. Um, just it's... the burns of it all. Even even the little Smithers moments when he's at his gay resort.
0: Oh, did I Home tell you about the, 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 the Delia so scene from that? Have I ever showed you no. the Delia scene from that?
1: I think you might have shown me once upon a time. Okay, yeah, so
0: <laughs> there's a bit where the bit where he's on the boat and all the um, guys are on the in the pyramid, mm-hmm. and they fall down and uh, the guy comes up to Smithers and says like what's wrong Whelan <laughs> and Smithers yeah. like Smithers says nothing he's like it's Mr. Burns again isn't it and Smithers was yeah. like, like yeah and he's like Whelan what does Frankie say Frankie say relax <laughs> <laughs> see even the deleted scenes are good he was up There's there just, with uh, with with some of my favorite delayed scenes.
1: I think th- it reminds me of when we would talk about the SNL movies, when it just feels like skit after skit after skit. Yeah, yeah. Like each scene is just its own running gag, but they all pull together. I don't love um, his the the bit with his mum. <laughs> oh, hello, Enid. <laughs> you are a bad son, Montel.
0: Montel, yeah. <laughs> Well, that's probably okay. our, our most diverse. Yeah. Well, I suppose it's not of diverse because, like, there's a couple of spaces in between. But yeah, that's um,
1: we only we only doubled up on two. We both yeah. had summer of and we both had two bad neighbors. Yeah,
0: that's so you know, just so you having the wrong interesting. So yeah, that's look a marathon Simpsons episode again. Um, but you know <sighs> what? Well, you know what to expect from this. Um, and hey, you haven't been talking for two hours and. Ten minutes. You've just been listening, so you know. Get up Hopefully not
1: with earphones because my ears hurt. Uh, I can't work you like getting, this.
0: If you want to get in contact with us, uh leave me the passport at gmail dot com. Next week we've got our is it May? May episode coming up. Um it's getting even better. Oh, yeah. We've got um we got a episode about the rock coming up with one of our good friends. Um I we got our second Simpsons one. Uh we I can't think of anything. Who knows what else? Yeah, there'll, look, there'll be others. We can't make it up on the fly, as if you couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, I suppose all I have to say now is, uh, see you in the car. We'll uh, see yeah. you next time.
1: He writes like people talk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening to Living in the Past. Music by AntiGold check out his stuff at antigold.bandcamp.com Artwork by Carly Kagenvin. Check out her stuff at carlycogenvin.design on Instagram or email her carlycogenvin at hotmail.com Do you like The X-Files? Check out our other podcast Do Your Thing I'm Spooky? available on all podcast platforms Like what you're hearing? Give us a faster review and a comment on Apple, Spotify or Chartable. Stay cosy look back and relax We'll see you later